Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Alabama AgCast. This is Brian Harden, Director of Governmental and Agricultural Programs with the Alabama Farmers Federation, and I am super excited today to introduce to you our new Director for our Beef, Equine, Hay and Forage, and Sheep and Goat Divisions, Grayson Bench. Grayson, welcome. Hi, Brian. Thank you so much for having me on here today. So obviously you are new to us, and so we want to kick off uh, this podcast just giving you an opportunity to tell us more about yourself, Grayson. Absolutely. Well, first off, I'm so honored to be here and to be a part of this organization. To give you all a little bit of background on me and my upbringing, I grew up as a fourth-generation Hereford breeder in southern Arizona, so my family runs cattle out there basically all in the Mexico border. So I spent about half of my life out in Arizona, and then we transitioned over to Texas, where I spent my high school and college years. So I attended Blinn College and Texas Tech on the livestock judging teams there, and recently my husband and I moved over here to Alabama this past summer. So we are new to the state, but definitely settling in and and learning our way around about Alabama agriculture. Super. Well, Grayson, obviously we're not real familiar, or maybe most of our listeners aren't real familiar maybe with uh, Southern Arizona or maybe where you grew up in Texas. So let's go back to Arizona a little bit, though. Tell us a little bit more about your family's background in the cattle business. I think a lot of our listeners would enjoy hearing about that. Absolutely. Well, my family's cattle business actually started. My grandmother's father ranched cattle in Marfa, Texas. Uh, Then they moved to Colorado and finally ended up in southern Arizona in a town called Sonoida, Uh, The ranch is actually in Elgin, but Sonoida is more commonly known. So my grandmother grew up on the ranch. Uh, She raised all six of her children on the ranch. She married a man who immigrated from Poland. Um, And so my family has a little bit of background from that as well. But all of my, my family members, my aunts and uncles, were very involved in the Hereford Cattle Association growing up. My mom actually served as the National Hereford Association president. She was on the junior board. And so Herefords have a lot to do with my background My dad grew up in Bakersfield, California, and so they raised quite a few cattle and hogs. So agriculture is kind of my entire being um, in some way, sense, or form. And so southern Arizona is a a unique place to raise cattle. We have to supplement them just about all year long, Um, not this year because we got an abundance of rain, which is abnormal. We are certainly blessed, but most of the time it's hot, dry, and windy, um, and so it's it's a task to raise cattle down there, but it's something we really love and we're really passionate about as a family. Now, Grayson, I think one of the really neat stories that you have shared with me would be a connection um, back to the state of Alabama and how things have come full circle for you as it relates to, to Auburn. Tell a little bit about the process that you went through as a high school student about determining what direction you were going to go post high school. Absolutely. Well, as y'all know, I grew up on a Hereford cattle ranch and my family showed cattle, so I was always involved in that. But I also swam fairly competitively in high school. And if anyone's familiar with swimming, they know that it is an an all-inclusive sport. It's it's your whole life. And so um, I swam about five hours a day. And so Swimming ended the end of my senior year, and I was at a point where I was kind of having to ask myself, what's next? Uh, And so it was a little bit of a lost soul at that point, a senior in high school trying to figure out what my path was going to look like. Ended up touring Auburn just 
because um, and decided I was going to go to Auburn University out of high school and uh, and moved to Alabama. So that was the plan. And during that same spring of senior year of high school, in my FFA classes, my teacher had asked me to at least just start livestock judging with his team through the high school. And so I dipped my toes in it, loved it. And so on a total wild hair, I reached out to the livestock judging coaches at Blinn and decided I was going to go be a walk-on at the on the livestock judging program at Blinn. And so total change of events. I told my parents on April Fool's Day, they actually thought I was messing with them. But uh, long story short, my husband actually got hired as the livestock judging coach at Auburn here this summer. And so it was about as full circle as it could have possibly got that I ended up not going to Auburn because I could not livestock judge there. And now we are moving, we moved to Auburn to start a livestock judging program. And so I was meant to be here, uh, just not at that time. And, and we're here now. So we couldn't be more thankful for that. Yeah, I think that's really neat. And you mentioned uh, Blinn College. Again, maybe for those who aren't as familiar, Blinn College in, in Bremen, Texas. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people know Bluebell Ice Cream, so yeah. that would be uh, <laughs> maybe a connection there. But So at Blinn College and on at Texas Tech University as well, you're on the livestock judging team and then also on a national championship meet evaluation team at Texas Tech. Talk a little bit more about those judging team experiences and how have, have those shaped you? How did those shape you? Yeah, I think those those experiences had a tremendous impact in shaping me as an individual. Not only is college such an influential time of your life, and you're really impacted by, by everything that you experience. And I think if anybody's familiar with the concept of livestock judging and collegiate judging in general, it's a very, very competitive circle. And so I definitely learned a lot about myself and my own competitive nature, which in turn um, allowed me to really channel a work ethic that I'm, I'm really proud of to this day and that I think has had a huge part of my successes up to this point. Um, I come from two programs, both Blaine and Texas Tech, that are known for their excellence, and there's a standard of excellence that's held um, to their students that, that go through their programs. And so I certainly learned tenacity to kind of get through whatever challenges we were thrown and whether we were winning or not winning, um, not being the best to our ability was not, was, that was all that was allowed was to be the very best. And so I certainly learned throughout my four years of collegiate judging that work hard is, working hard is really the best thing that you can do. Um, and, and with that, you'll definitely reap rewards. And Honestly, I probably lost more, one more. I probably learned more from my losses than I ever did from my wins, and so I, I attribute a lot of of my biggest lessons to livestock judging. Well, Grayson, and too, and I think a lot of the things that you are sharing as far as experiences with the livestock judging team are the things that we are excited about with Auburn University bringing back a livestock judging team, and really excited to see how that grows and um, influences the lives of, of several young people. So. Bringing us to, the, to today, what interested you about this position you're sitting in, now serving as Director of Beef, Equine, Hay and Forage, and Sheep and Goat Divisions with Alabama Farmers Federation? Absolutely. I think that for both myself and my husband, agriculture and livestock have had such an impact in shaping us into who we are. And now we're at this point in our life where we get to have the impact on others. And so there are so many people who have poured so much into us in this industry that has had so much um, in in terms of us being successful individuals and being where we're at. And so when this position came to my attention, I saw it as an opportunity to better the industry and to to leave my mark on it. Um, I think that 
in a sense, I, I owe it to the industry because it's done so much for me. And so Jonah and I both view our opportunities right now as a really huge blessing to grow the state of Alabama agriculture in multiple ways and to grow the youth that are involved in agriculture in Alabama and really making this a spot of just great success um, and triumphs for the industry in general. Great. Well, we want to talk a little bit more about your new role, but first we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit, and while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. So we're back with Grayson Bench, again, our new director for our beef, equine, hay and forage, and sheep and goat divisions with the Alabama Farmers Federation. And Grayson, you've been here right at a week. So just in that short amount of time, any initial observations in, in your new role that you that you have reflected on that you've seen that you you would like to share with the audience? Yeah, well, first, I'm going to be busy. I, I figured that one out pretty quick. Um, but past that, I just, I am so... I'm not from Alabama, and so getting to really see how exceptional of an entity Alabama Farmers Federation is, and this week that's been so that's been made so obvious to me. Um, just the support that they provide throughout the state to all aspects of agriculture, and I'm so excited to be a part of that. But I I think that the biggest thing that I've learned this week is how deep the involvement is in so many different ways, and how many different places we'll be able to to leave our mark and to assist um, the, the industry and really just the youth and whoever has a part in it. So getting a little more personal, maybe from a, uh, you know, the growth of you as an individual, you know, both professionally, but just, just as a person, what do you really look forward to maybe learning the most? I think that I, I have a ton to learn, and my background provides me some some knowledge with all different components of my new job. You know, I grew up on a cattle ranch. We've always had horses. My brother's competitively involved with team roping and cutting, um, and we've actually bailed hay in Arizona, believe it or not. Um, but I, I do think, and I, with sheep and goats, with judging, I've, I've been around all of them, but there's so much for me to learn. And it truly seems that there's some really exceptional individuals that are involved with each committee that I'll be working with and everybody that has a part in it. And so I'm really excited to just learn more about each um, commodity and really what's important to the individuals here that are involved with those commodities in the state because it, it varies tremendously from my upbringing. I mean, the way that we handle things in, in the West are vastly different from how things are handled in the Southeast. So I, I have a lot to learn and I'm really excited too. And Grayson, I know you you do have a lot of different groups that you're going to be working with, and this is a important position to the Alabama Farmers Federation. In addition to working with, you know, the beef division, with the equine, hay and forage, sheep and goat, you also be working with youth livestock activities. So, how have you kind of self-assessed to to plan for developing goals for all those different areas? Yeah, I think I I plan to develop these goals around the individual's needs and as the around the group's needs and I think how that's going to be accomplished is by building relationships with every single person that's involved. And that's where my top priority is right now and for the foreseeable future is to really just make sure that I'm establishing long-term relationships so that I can accomplish what's needed to from a from a standpoint of trust and just them knowing that I can get it done. And so I'm super excited to just meet everybody and get to know them um, and and let us go from there as a team. 
And one thing maybe we haven't talked a lot about, but I know you have already hit the ground running working on this as well, is the Alabama Farmers Federation provides uh, leadership with the Junior Beef Expo. And uh, in the coming days, we'll be getting registration kicked off for that. But uh, maybe give a little preview, maybe for those that who have children involved or um, uh, other friends involved in the program and maybe look ahead to that a little bit. Yeah, I'm super excited for the Junior Beef Expo. Um, I've heard about it, and I can't wait to have a part in it. I've gotten the honor of being part of planning some other livestock shows back in Texas and being involved as an intern um, or whatever that looked like in the past. And so this is going to be a wonderful show. Um, We're going to have exceptional individuals evaluating the livestock, and we're really planning on having a great turnout. So I can't wait um, to make this the best that it can be for the youth growing up in the show industry. I know how important those shows are to families and how much they have in terms of teaching kids how to go out and be successful adults. And so I want to make certain that this is not only a great teaching experience, but also a great family experience. I mean, some of my family's best memories are at stock shows, and and I want to be able to contribute towards that for others. Well, certainly looking forward to the leadership that you're going to bring to not only the Junior Beef Expo, but a lot of the the youth activities in the state. So as we uh, wrap up, anything else really super interesting about uh, Grayson Bench that that you'd like to share with the audience? Oh, man, that's a hard question. I think for those of you that don't know, my new husband, uh, Mr. Bench, is a Canadian. So if you hear him slipping up... Uh, go ahead and just call him out for that one. We we have a running joke now that instead of saying War Eagle A, he says or War Eagle Hey, he says War Eagle A. So feel free to make fun of him in his Canadian ways. But um, well, he's a good sport. So yeah, can, yeah, he I takes can, it. I can, I can vouch for that certainly. So we are excited. Grayson, to to have you with the Alabama Farmers Federation, we look forward to the things that you're going to do in your role as director. Um, Just really super excited and and optimistic about that. So uh, those of you listening and around the state, you'll be uh, seeing and and meeting Grayson in the coming weeks and months, as I know she will be uh, visible and and getting around to a lot of meetings and activities. So excited uh, for that opportunity as well. That's all for this week of the Alabama AgCast. Thank you again for joining us. This was uh, Brian Harden and Grayson Bench. Have a great day. And now, your weekly AgCast wrap-up. Hey, everybody. This is William Green, Executive Director of the Alabama Treasure Force Association. And for this week's wrap-up, I'd like to invite you to the 2021 Alabama Landowners Conference on October 21st and 22nd at the newly renovated 4-H Center in Shelby County. We're excited to continue our partnership with the Alabama Natural Resources Council and the State Tree Farm Committee to host the third annual Alabama Landowners Conference. Our goal remains the same, to lessen the financial burdens and time commitments for landowners while continuing our tradition of providing quality educational sessions and tours. We'll also take time to honor our state's most accomplished land managers on Friday's awards banquet. Conference highlights include longleaf pine sessions and tour, turkey habitat management, forest health and disease, pesticide applicators license overview, information about emerging carbon credit market opportunities for landowners, a tree ID competition, plus some great networking opportunities with fellow landowners and land managers from all over the state. For more information on how to register, click Annual Conference under the Education tab on our website, treasureforce.org. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. 
For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.